Hi, this is Karina Ganters, host of Behind the Pen, and you're listening to the audio podcast. Enjoy. Gantis, your host for Behind the Pen. Welcome to another episode. I am an award-winning author of 14 books. I'm also a podcaster, a YouTuber. I have my radio show, Author Assist, on the Artist First Radio Network. And I also run Author Assist, which helps authors with their marketing and promotion. Today, my guest is Dawn White. I think I've got that right. Welcome to the show, Dawn. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's Dawn Witty, but I answer to Wit White. Um, I knew anyway. I was going to get that wrong. It's okay. It's because I answered to them all, so it's not really wrong. Okay. All right. So, Dawn, you're uh, over in LA at the moment. Yes, this is where I live. Wonderful. And um, as we are behind the pen, you could be an artist, you could be an illustrator, a director, a screenwriter, an author. So why don't you tell me what your artist, artistical talent is, or you may have two of them. Um, I think my greatest talent is I know how to love people. I love loving people. And that's why I write books. I speak about it. I, um, I started a foundation for my love of humanity, my love of all creatures, like just love of life. And so I write about that and I want people to live their best lives. So inspiring others to step into their own greatness, to see their own greatness is why I write and do all the things that I do must be difficult for you with being such a positive person and trying to bring positivity into the world in the situation we're in now I mean how do you how do you get around this how, how can you still stay so positive and and um, and and have that light shine I can see that light shining out of you now while we're talking I mean how do you still do this with everything that's going on in the moment Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, when I start getting fearful or worried about what's happening in the world or even in my own, you know, immediate life, I always think, you know, I agree to this life. I, I agree to this life. I'm here in this, at on this earth, in this moment, at this time, and I just need to be the best person I can and find whatever lessons are there to be found and just have faith that things are going to work out the way they should work out. And I could be wrong. You know, I say that all the time. This is my personal belief system. I believe in a higher power and I believe that all things happen for a reason. And I, when you look at the world that way, it allows you to, you know, look on the bright side and it, re and it really is in my soul. It's not a, oh, you know, I'm just going to try to, you know, see the bright side and not fully believe it myself. I just believe it. I, I do to believe that things happen oh, no. for a reason. Um, I believe in the how, higher power. I don't understand why we're going through what we, we're going through. You know, what's happened now with this pandemic and, and 
the change of lifestyle and I don't think we'll ever get back to normality but with us having to cope with what we have left and build up again we will be building again but is it a good thing or is it a bad thing are we going to learn from this lesson do you think we'll learn from from this I think some people will you know sometimes we we go through the same life lesson over we meet the same kind of people and have these experiences over and over until we learn the lesson so you know sometimes you learn the lesson after the first time and sometimes it takes you you know few times to learn it so one of the lessons I take away from this is, you know, it makes me so focused on what is really the most important thing in our lives. You know, it's, it's not going to baseball games or, you know, not, I love doing those things, but what is really, what do we cherish? What do we hold most dear? And when we look at it that way, it's like, it's love. It's the people that we love. It's the connections that we have. And I hope that that's what I'm taking away from this. And we are here to help each other through, no matter what that looks like, you know, supporting each other, making each other laugh, you know, telling each other it's going to be okay, I've got you, you know, we're in this together, it's a scary world and it's, you know, weird stuff is happening, but when we join together, you know, it's less scary. And so I hope those are the lessons that we take. Um, I mean, I think the thing that most people miss out of everything is the social connection, being able to actually touch someone, being able to get that hug to to be close to someone again um zoom zoom is great it's like talking to someone in another room it's fantastic and if it weren't for the virtual connection that we've been given that we have i i think um there'd be a lot more i hate saying this but though there'd be a lot less people around now without this mm -hmm. virtual connection we, we can get in touch with family and friends. We can talk with them. Okay, we can't, we can't, we, we don't have that uh, physical connection, but we can still um, talk connect. And, and connect. And, and thankfully for the internet, I thank, I'm thankful that we have that. It's not enough, but if we didn't have that, I can only imagine what uh, the world would be like now. Um, and you know that's i'm so glad you said that because that is one of one of my seven words is being grateful so you are finding the gratitude in you know thank goodness this didn't happen 20 years ago before we had zoom and you know social media where we could connect can you imagine can you so imagine? i find the thing to be grateful for is like thank god we have this even though it's not it doesn't replace the other we at least have this it's like, I mean, I'm getting personal now. I've, I've got so many chronic illnesses, um, uh, serious illnesses, and uh, I go through so much every day and I take so much medication every day. And every year something else is added onto my list of illnesses and uh, my health just gets worse. But what I see is the family that God's given me, my mm. amazing daughters, my amazing husband, I wouldn't be here without them. And I thank God that I have them. And it makes me grateful no matter what I go through every day. It makes me grateful for the life that I have. And people will say, well, that's strange. Wouldn't you wish to be healthy and to do normal things like everybody else? And of course I want that, but it still doesn't make me think, oh, you know, I mean, I've got to a stage where I've been, uh, my strength has just disappeared and I'm like, I can't do it anymore. You know, 
and you only have so much strength but the thing that keeps me going is my family and I am grateful and I thank God for my family yes yes you know when I lost my father oh my gosh a long time ago 21 years ago I think Oh my goodness. Um, I remember I had to pack for his funeral and I was crying. You know, I was just so sad. And this thought came into my head and it was like, John, at least you had a father, you know, be grateful that you had your father for as long as you had your father, you had a wonderful father. And so even in that time that I was so broken and sad, I was still able to focus on how grateful I was that I had what I did get to have my my daughter walked into the the bedroom the other day and this is where I do most of my work because of um having a disability and she said it smells like granddad's house oh. mm-hmm. when she said that she's so mm-hmm. connected to the spiritual side of things, my my eldest daughter, she can see and hear things that I wouldn't even guess, you know, and for her to just walk in the bedroom and say, it smells like granddad's house. And I said, well, what does it smell like? It smells like his bedroom and his bathroom. I said, that's his aftershave. You know what those are those you are going to see more when you open up and you believe that those things are possible she's open to it she's open to the possibility when you're not open to the possibility you will miss those signs you will miss those things but just be open you will see more and more of them i hope so um my mother-in-law and i were very close at the end of her life we were we were really really connected i went to africa and I was still married at the time. And um, I hadn't connected with my husband. I hadn't communicated. He didn't know, like on that day, he didn't know exactly what my itinerary was or what the schedule was. And he had a dream of his mother. And she said to him that she needed, he needed to contact me in the dream. And then um, he said, should I do it right now? Cause it was the middle of the night. And she said, no, she's at the Holocaust Museum. And so my husband texted me that and I looked and I said, did I say that to him? Did I tell him we were going here today? I looked back on our messages. I had not told him that. He did not know we were doing that at all. She knew. I brought her rosary that I had given her with me. And she, like that connection, that connection. and that blew my mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So okay, let's, let's talk about your work, your books. You... Uh, I I see the kind of person you are, I see the light and I feel your energy even just talking to you. Um, Why, what was the first book you you wrote and why did you feel the necessary, you had to write that book? You know, I was looking on social media and somebody had posted something about, um, you know, four or four things that I really want my children to know when I'm not here and I just thought, whoa. I've got some things I want to make sure my daughters know about the importance of love and kindness and, you know, being the best person you can be. So I really wrote it for my daughters. And if I thought, I thought, well, if it's that important that my daughters know this, then maybe it's important that other people know this. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to publish this book. And that was my first book. We are up to eight now. Wow. Um, I know, but you've got, you've got me way beat. (laughs) 
But um, and then the second book we wrote was the same seven words, but it was specifically written with other friends for the children in Africa. I was getting ready to go to Africa for my first time, and I wanted to leave them with these messages of love so that they didn't question their value and they didn't question their worth and that they knew that, you know, being kind was really important to others because you want others, you want to be treated the way, you know, you treat others the way you want to be treated yourself, things like that. So we've given out about 2,500 of those little books in Africa. Um, and so it's it's really about helping people live their best lives. I just feel it's so important. I see so much struggle and anxiety and depression and worry. And I want people to look at life and say, you know what, it's not that bad. You know what, I'm here for a reason. And once you understand that you're here for a purpose, then your whole life shifts. And then you you wake up every morning and you're excited to be alive and you know you have you then you, more and more love and and wonderful comes into your life and so i want to help people do that because it happened for me you know the transformation of not really knowing after my daughters were adults you know i, I joke i say they they don't need me to pack their lunch anymore you know that's kind of frowned upon with their adults so I needed to put my focus into me and what I wanted to do. And I asked myself questions. And so the books are to help people answer those questions for themselves so that they can start seeing all the miracles and magic that have been happening in my life for the last several years. So you've, uh, you've said you've traveled to Africa. Where else have you been? Oh my goodness. I've been a bunch of places, not Greece, but um, I've been to five countries in Africa. I've been to many, a lot of islands in the Caribbean because that's where my soul always feels called to. I've been to England many times because my cousins live there. So I always like to stop and visit them before I go to Africa. Um, and I've been to Portugal. I've been to Australia. I mean, I I think travel is such a beautiful thing because it opens up our eyes to other the way other people live and the Different way they cultures, eat. Yeah, so most yes. definitely. And it's such a big place and we only have a short time on this earth. And it's good to to see as much of what that what's out there waiting for us to see, to experience all these new cultures, these these new um, diversities. They're out there for us to explore. And it seems a shame for these people that that don't get the opportunity to do that and don't think of it like we do. Well, and you realize that there are so many differences in cultures, beautiful things to celebrate about our differences. But at the end of the day, people are all people. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have value. We all have hopes and dreams and desires. You know, so when you see that the world is such a big place, but when you boil it all down to the essence of our core, you know, we're all human. And I, that, that also is an education you get when you get to travel to different places and meet a lot of different people. So even if you can't physically travel, now we have the internet, you know, we can reach out and meet people from all over the world. Of course we can. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. It's opened a, a, a door, especially to authors that didn't know this marketing was available to them, that they didn't know that, you know, they're, they're so used to doing uh, book cons and book conventions and signings. They didn't know that this medium was always there for them to reach mm. out to anyone around the world and talk with them and, and talk about the art of writing, about their books, about life in general. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been available for a long time and it's only 
now when they've been cut off from the outside that they've suddenly discovered this new uh, door that's opened up for them. And it's, it's a shame that they didn't know about it beforehand. So when did it all start from you? When did you suddenly get this from, from being who you were to suddenly getting this thought or this feeling? I mean, I, 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 maybe you've always been like this from a child, but it seems to me that you have had an awakening of sorts. Yes. You know, I've always been this person. I've always been this person. Um, and, you know, I was raising my daughters. I was a stay-at-home mom because I wanted to be there, you know, selfishly. I wanted to be there for every moment I possibly could. I loved being their mother. I still love being their mother. But um, so I didn't question, you know, my purpose because that's what it was. It was raising my daughters to be the best. Yes. And when they were in college, I said, mm, okay, now that I'm finished raising them, what do I want to do? And so I started reading books and going to, you know, seminars and workshops and classes and um, taking courses and, you know, discovering who I was and what my gifts were and, you know, how I could put those out into the world to, you know, um, put my stamp on, you know, my legacy, create my legacy. And, um, you know, just all kinds of opportunities have opened up when I stepped into, and I didn't know exactly what it was going to look like. You know, it's still, you know, morphing and changing, you know, every day, you know, new opportunities come up or things like you have to shift or pivot, you know, COVID happened and we had to shift and pivot a lot. The whole world did, you know? So I think that, um, you know, just trying to find out the meaning to my life and why I'm here and, because I love children and I love loving children so much, I felt compelled to go find those children that needed to be loved. And, you know, that, and I'd always wanted to go to Africa. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to do the scary thing that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but there's that soul calling. So I'm going to do it. And everybody thought I was crazy. My daughter's like, um, so mom, let me get this straight. You're going to Africa. You don't know anybody. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? And I know it sounded crazy, but I did it. And it has been the most wonderful decision I ever made as far as, you know, reaching out and doing the scary thing. So, you know, it, it's been like a journey. It's, I'm still on the journey, but you know, all the little things that I've learned along the way, like how to love myself and, and how to share and, and understand that my gifts are special, even though other people don't see them as special, or I have never thought of them as special. And so I want to help other people say, like, learn that about themselves. Because once you understand that you are unique, and you are a gift to the world, as is everyone, you know, that is when you, you know, you, you like, nothing can phase you, nothing can deter you, because you know that you're, you matter. I think um, it was, um, getting a chance of a second life, um, being in this um, situation and looking at it as uh, taking things for granted and, and getting upset about little things that didn't matter that you should never have got upset about. And now, yes. in, now in my life, they just I just sort of brushed them off my shoulder now. They don't affect me, but before I was so stressed and depressed and unhappy and angry all the time and and now I'm like I know what matters I know I know when I should um feel emotions and when I should just just let them slide off you know 
you 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 learn what's really important in life yes yes i mean and we also learned that you know we can't we can only control us i i was on a plane from rwanda to ghana i had 11 hour layover and i was every leg of my flight was delayed like oh, delayed wow. a lot I kept looking at my watch going, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it. And then this voice in my head said, you know, Dawn, you can stress out about it or you can relax and enjoy the journey. You're going to get there at the exact same time. So, you know, being stressful is not going to get you there any sooner. It's just going to rob your peace. And I just thought, you know what? That makes so much sense. Okay. So I listened to my music and I got there. I got to speak at the event. It was all perfectly fine. But even if it, I hadn't, if I'd missed it, you know, it was out of my control. Exactly. And so we have to understand it. You know, we just have to understand, well, maybe it wasn't meant for me to speak at that, at that moment. Yeah. 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 When you say you, you hear that you've talked many times about hearing the voice, an inner voice. Who do you think that is talking to you? You know, sometimes I ask my dad, I ask my angels, I ask God, you know, when I'm confused and I just don't know, you know, give me a sign. You know, sometimes the voice is my voice and it's mean to me. <laughs> it doesn't do that anymore, but it'll say, you knock it off or, you know, stop it or whatever. But now it doesn't do that. But it used to be a little bit more critical, that self-talk. But there are the other voices where I'm like, where did that come from? That did not come from a thought in my head. That came from somewhere else. So I think it's my higher power. It's something guiding me, whether it's within me or it's my connection to source or whatever you want to call it. it it's something, it's an inner knowing, but I'm not conscious of it. So I think that's mm -hmm. where it I like, is. I like that. I like the way you've, uh, yeah, inner knowing, but not conscious of it. Yeah, yeah. I like that uh reasoning okay so we've talked about two of your books you've got a few more to go so what was the third book that you wrote um the third book we actually just re-released it it's a planner and a journal it's got a calendar section it's got beautiful quotes and it helps people keep track of celebrating their wins you know a daily win you know there's always something we did really great that we can celebrate because sometimes we look at all the things we haven't accomplished <laughs> and forget about the things that we did accomplish mm -hmm. and I think to make people more mindful and again ask start asking themselves some of those questions um so that they can start tapping into their inner knowing um and then after that we created oh uh, recipes for being series and each book is one of my words and we delve deeper into the each word and we have uh, 21 day challenges we have some stories quotes little coloring elements in the book and again it's to help people you know tap into being kind to tap into being happy when you say we are you talking about another author or your publisher both <laughs> she's my mother sister friend editor publisher co-author everything i love her so very much um, so it's we. I, I always love to work in collaboration. That's when I feel like I shine the best is when, you know, we're doing it together and we're rising together. That's awesome. And Deborah Louise Brown. That is the we, the other. Louise Brown. Um, Deborah Louise Brown. When you said uh, the fourth book and you were saying about you took one word and you extended it and you explained it, you had quotes and pictures. I mean, this is such a unique idea to do. You don't see books like this around. So where did you come up with the idea of doing it like that? It's just kind of evolved. 
you know, it's just kind of morphing into its own thing. Um, the, the recipes for being the power of seven is a book with all seven words. I have seven different authors from around the world who have contributed to this and they each wrote their section on one of the words and oh, they're wow. brilliant. And then, so we're doing now that we have the, the one with all of the words, now we're doing one individually for each one of the words. And um, two of my friends are two of the authors in these, In well, Deborah is one. And then my friend, Stephanie Young, she just did The Power of Strong. And she talks about being strong and how, you know, to choose to be strong, even in the face of adversity, even in the face of loss. You know, um, I think it's so, powerful because you know we all suffer some kind of loss or tragedy during our lives and to be able to get through that get past that and not sit in the grief and not sit in the sadness to get up and still use that struggle and that challenge to help others through that is what you know gives you purpose and helps make sense of the tragedy yeah oh yeah i, I totally agree with that uh, people say to me you know how how do you get strength? How, how are you so strong with everything you've gone through? And I'm like, I get up in the morning and I put a smile on my face no matter what I'm going through. And I look in the mirror and I say, today's going to be a good day. And I get up and I do that for my family and I do that for me. And I found my purpose, I think, once I was I had to stop work and I started working and helping authors. Um, that was my purpose. I felt like this is what I should have done from the start. Like this was my calling to help people. Mm -hmm. I think it's everyone's calling in however way we help. You know, if we're wonderful singers, you know, that that's helpful to people. That's a gift, beautiful music. You know, if you're an artist or if you're a writer or whatever you are, that you, you take that gift for you and then you share it with others to help. Yeah. And that's the beauty of what I want to help under, others understand. Because we're not just doing it for us. There has to be some greater good to, you know, humanity and all we do for us to, you know, be fully fulfilled. I think that's, that's like you say, that's why we're here. We're all here for a purpose and we just have to find our purpose. Um, some people don't recognize it what their purpose is and they're already fulfilling it others um don't know um that they're there for a purpose and just uh, go through life and and enjoy it and and what's your what's your next plans dawn what are you what are you up to next um we're putting the finishing touches on the power of happy with jan grobler is our author and he is in namibia he's from namibia he is brilliant so that will be uploaded to Amazon within the next couple of days. It's we're that close with that. Um, we're working on a trip to Africa in October, and I want to bring volunteers because, you know, I've talked to so many people that, like me, one day said, oh, I've always wanted to do that, but didn't know anybody. So here I'm going to bring them and show them yeah. and introduce them to the people I know and places I've visited. And um, so we're, we're shooting for October to put that volunteer trip together. We're working with uh, Loretta Rice Barnes and coordinating that. So hopefully we'll have a big group. And, uh, you know, I just want to share all the beauty and the love and the magic of Africa. And, you know, it did change my life because like you were saying earlier, we have so much to be grateful for and sometimes we don't even realize it. So now, you know, I've never had to struggle for clean water. 
you know? And so now when any little thing happens, I just think of how fortunate I am. And I'm like, okay, I will get this resolved, you know, and it's fine. It doesn't break my peace. It doesn't make me upset anymore because I'm like, you know what? I am very blessed. And is my life perfect? Like what I would love it to be at this moment? No, but you know what? I'm grateful for everything I have. And I'm, you know, I, I just, I think being grateful, it gets us so much more to be grateful for. I think that's one of your words, isn't it? In one of your books. It is. It is. <laughs> I had a feeling it was. Yeah. Oh, well, it's been uh, fantastic talking with you. I feel, I feel lighter. I feel uh, energized and, um, it's it really is uh, wonderful um meeting you and um and your light i hope anybody who watches this feels your light because you bring that energy and that that positivity every time you speak oh, and you. i think you doing what you're doing and going around to these um places talking to others i mean it must, it must cause a reaction to other people. And it's making them think and making them um, evaluate who they are and what they've done and what they can do. And even if they do it from the house, if they're helping someone some way, then mm. that's because of you. And that's because of what you've said and your experiences and you're giving your knowledge out in these books. You know, I, I want to be a, that mo that mother for the world, pretty much, you know, and help yeah. people through when life gets scary and challenging, give them the peace and the happiness to keep moving forward. If you can't do that through face-to-face um, -face talks, then you're doing that through your books. And I admire you for that so much. Oh, thank you. I, I definitely want to stay connected. Oh, 100%. Thank you. Um, I wish you all the best with the um, trip to Africa. I hope that works out as well as you hope and um, that these uh, amazing volunteers uh, have their eyes open and um, we have some more um, mothers in the world. Uh, that's what I'm going to call you now, the world, mother world. And um, and I wish you all the best with the rest of the books and um, any others that you publish. Oh, same to you. Thank you so much. It's been such a lovely conversation.